0: Coming up in today's episode, what if you thought of your own energy body and the bridges in and out, and if you charged a toll for people to come into your energy system or for people to take energy from your system. Welcome to episode 106 of Enter the Mind podcast, the most real talk, no-nonsense podcast on the empowering of the mind. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about energy healing and NLP also known as neuro linguistic programming. As I've shared in recent episodes, I'm going through this energy healing course, and there's a lot of tools and strategies that this guy talks about. And I think some of them are helpful. I'm trying them out, but I've just been so interested in what is this energy work? What is energy healing? And I was so, I had so much anticipation about it. And as I'm listening to all the tools this guy shares, I'm kind of like telling myself, this is just kind of NLP and not to, not to downgrade it, but I'm just trying to assimilate it and tie it to something I already know and try to figure out what is this. So here's an example, right? It says, if you put your hands together like this, after a few seconds, you start to feel energy between your hands. And that's true. Like if you actually do this, as I'm doing this, I feel like a tingling right now. He says you take that because it's a ball of energy and you can move it to whichever part of your body (laughs) needs healing. And I'm like, what what makes you laugh about that? I
1: was, um, fuck. I don't even know what popped into my mind. Oh, I was, uh, I was like similar to Tai Chi too.
0: (laughs) Right. And so, I mean yes i mean i can verify that there is a tingling there after a few seconds i just don't know if it has to do with some sort of like like what is that put your hands like this now what your heart has to work harder to pump the blood up into the fingers so now the fingers probably get a little bit less blood flow and a little bit less oxygen and what happens when your body part gets no more blood flow It's like when your arm falls asleep when you're sleeping and it gets all numb and tingly, right? So there could be a perfectly physical explanation for that, but I don't know. That's just one. I mean, there's a lot to talk about. One that I really liked was this idea of the chakra cords. Have you heard of chakra cords?
1: I literally am obsessed with cord cutting.
0: So, okay, great. So you're, you already know all about this stuff. So, um, if anyone's not familiar, so the chakras are these seven energy centers throughout the body. And then, so a chakra cord is the way he described it is like, if you're interacting with a person, there's pull cords and push cords. And so if someone's trying to like get something from you, you can feel that energy. It's like a bad energy and it can be visualized or conceptualized as a chakra cord so it's sort of like coming out of your body or something and it's a pull cord so someone's trying to pull on it and that was my first time like thinking about an interaction like that in such a way and I kind of liked the explanation regardless of whether we can scientifically prove or not this this chakra cord I think it makes me way more aware of the energy dynamics of any interaction where I feel like someone's sh- hang on a uh, loud car obnoxious San Jose man with inferiority complex um so the uh <laughs> so the shock record I think. I think is a, is a great idea. And it makes me, Oh, what I was saying is it makes me way more aware of the energy dynamics of an interaction like that. So I like the idea of it. What about you though?
1: I personally, the cutting is really, really, really real. Um, there are cords that run, you know, from you to another person. Um, and as long as those cords exist, That person has access to you, your energy, your mind. Um, So it's like, uh, it's interesting, right? So like I'm in a healthy relationship now. So whereas before I wasn't in a healthy relationship. So when I was with my boyfriend or, you know, somebody that I was dating, um, you know, I would be thinking about other men, right? So I would like, I would always have like a cushion. Why? Because, you know, I didn't feel safe. So now that I'm in a happy relationship, I've been being deeply, deeply called to remove all of the cords that I have connected to my old lovers, and
0: I've. So how do you remove these?
1: Okay, so I there are a few ways that you can do it. Um, one way that somebody taught me was uh, you can repeat uh, the ho opono pono, um, which is a Hawaiian saying. It's like I forgive you, I love you. Um, and then you can imagine scissors cutting the cord, but, uh, I don't really like that method. Um, so recently I just bought a psychic attack protection program, um, because I've been getting a lot of psychic attacks lately and I have a feeling it's from the cords that I have attached to everyone from my past. So she mentioned a crystal cutting cord, um, where you can go in your mind, um, you know, you envision, say, you know, the bully from fifth grade, and you envision him and you see that cord and you feel it. And then you take whatever crystal in your mind, like a quartz or a selenite, and you cut the cord. And when you cut the cord, those two pieces that are stuck in them, and the cord that's with you, you you let it fall out, you watch it fall out. And as soon as it falls out, take a, a white glob of light, just light energy and stick it on the hole and mm. v- envision that in your mind. Um, so that's yeah. a good way as well. Um,
0: that's really, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, really I didn't way. realize you, you were so into it. This is, yeah, you, you yeah, you research a lot about this stuff
1: as i'm cutting out the cords from all of my past lovers and like all of the people that have hurt me and have been sucking and taking my energy i swear to you i felt a deeper connection to my boyfriend and i feel a deeper deeper connection to the people that i want to keep in my life i started cutting cords and all of a sudden like i felt a deeper connection to my niece and like it was weird like i like really missed her
0: that's This is really cool. And what I want to point out here is that because obviously the big objection people could have to this is like, this sounds so hokey, but look at this. When doctors first learned about the benefits of hand-washing before entering the surgery room, right, they could be like, well, every time I wash my hands, like the, my patient is less likely to be infected. And they might not know about germ theory. They might not know that the soap like breaks the cell wall of the bacteria. Like They don't know at that level how to explain it. But they've observed cause and effect. Like, hey, I wash my hands with soap and water. Hmm. I go do the surgery and the patient doesn't get infected. I feel like that's where we're at today with this conversation and a hundred years from now, a hundred years from now, people are going to be like, well, it works because of this way, because in the cosmic dimension of blah, 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 you actually did cut the cord and this and that, like, like we'll actually have tools to explain what is going on at a more granular level that maybe we don't have today.
1: You know? And really the only way that you can, you know, prove to yourself that it's not hokey pokey is if you actually believe, you know, Um, it's like if you can, you know, if you can sit down and think about a fight that you had with your parents and you automatically start feeling a different way and you automatically start, you know, feeling kind of down, maybe feeling a little annoyed you know, however you're feeling. If that can happen, then you can imagine yourself cutting a cord and you can feel a specific way. Boom, bam.
0: I want to share a story though of uh, when I was working with this NLP therapist, he's also a hypnotherapist. Ooh. And he had me do this exercise one day, which was called heart breathing So I imagined that instead of breathing in and out of my mouth, I was breathing in and out of my heart. And obviously it's just an imaginary thing, right? But you imagine like the, the white light or the air or whatever, like coming in and out of the heart. And after I did this for a few minutes, I opened my eyes and at that moment, outside of the window, someone just happened to be walking by. It was just some woman like coming out of another office in the building or something. But as she walked by, the way I perceived her was so untainted and unpolluted. There was like, there was no, I was like, here is like, like this person walking, like this person, like there was zero of that, the zero amount of that analytical judgment thinking of like oh is this person a man or a woman is she here on business like how old is she like trying to categorize and put people into boxes and like is she dressed well or is she dressed poorly and uh, like none of that was even passing through my mind it was almost like this pure if you could go back to like when you were like one year old or like an infant and you see a person and you have no pre prejudgment about them you just see this face in front of you and you're just like you take it as it is
1: mm-hmm. it's oh uh, god I loved that so 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 much um that's such a good feeling um you know it happens to me you know I'd like I I like I'd like it to be you know every day that I see people like this but you know things come into my mind throughout the day, you know, old programming, but when I do, you know, really tap into my heart, like my heart, you know, I, I just start to see people for who they are, you know, and I connect better. And it's really, uh, it really is such a nice feeling. So to, you know, I definitely agree with the heart breathing, uh, exercise and, um, you know, in yoga, or, like, meditation. You know, they teach a lot. Like, they'll guide you, like, where do you feel kind of, like, tension in your body? And then breathe into that space. And it's super interesting because it's, like, I don't know. It almost, like, obviously, you know, I can't breathe into my knee. Like, like I don't know. You know <laughs> but, like, if I'm, like, sitting there and, like, I try and imagine my breath going all the like, all of it is just going to my knees. It's like, I can, it's almost like, I don't know, like I can feel my knees more. It's like, the tension kind of went away. So it's like, when you breathe into your chest, you're breathing into that part, you're like, diminishing, I guess, diminishing like a, like a, like an energy bubble, like something that was you know, building inside of you, that's not real. So you have to breathe into it to kind of pop it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had a really uh, dope episode a while back. I'll put a link to it in the info card here (laughs) on YouTube, but um, everything is connecting here because this energy healing course that I'm doing is connecting to, All of that other stuff from the reality transurfing coach I was reading and the reality creation coach I was reading, uh, who both talk about these inflations of energy. And I don't know, lately, I've been really aware of expectation as a cause of inflated energy, right? When you go into something with an expectation, it's almost like it lifts you up, right? So yesterday I went to go get French fries in the afternoon and I had this expectation that, well, they're a big fast food chain. They're going to have a bunch of fries like ready to go, like, you know, um, already prepared, like just sitting and and staying warm in the, in that little oven area or whatever. They, all they got to do is scoop it. I'm going to be in and out in, in two minutes, Mm -hmm. right? Well, I get there. They don't have any fries ready to go they have them prepared to put into the oil, but that's gonna take like five minutes. Mm -hmm. So then I caught my mind being like, what the hell? Like, this is gonna take like
1: Mm -hmm.
0: way longer than I thought and this and that. And what I'm detecting now is I'm perceiving this as a disturbance of energy. And I'm trying to watch the flow of this. Like, how do I change the flow of this energy? It's like a raging river that's going in the wrong direction.
1: You know, it's really interesting because my client said something to me the other day and it blew my mind. I was like, look at that. I mean, she's really smart, but (laughs) Um, she, she said something and she goes, I was mistaking my thoughts for reality. And that's what made me interested because you had that expectation. You walked in, right? This is your reality. That you made it your reality. Like, you made it, I am getting these fries in two minutes, right? So when you get there, your reality is all messed up. And so because you saw that as your reality, the next immediate voice to that reality is, ah, you know, ah, I three, four extra minutes. Are you kidding me? You know, why are you speaking like that? Because you really believed that you were going to get these you know, French fries. And now that you're not, it's like, it causes a second thought. And I don't know if I explained that right, but I I saw it in my head.
0: I follow you. Okay. I follow you. Yeah. It's, (laughs) it's so, it's so deceptive almost when we have these expectations, because we take them as reality. Like you said, we, and then, but the irony of course is it's a non-reality because it's not the case that that's going to happen. So again, it pushes you away from reality, which to me, that's like a disorder.
1: Okay. Okay. So we're getting on something now. So if there's no expectation, right. Then, so it's like me, right. Maybe I'm, I'm going up to some super big, successful person. I want them to be my client. So in my mind, I'm like, (sighs) I'm like, Done. breathing heavy <laughs> and um you know I I walk up to them and I have kind of like you know that overinflation of energy like I'm kind of tense you know like I really want it to go a specific way so I'm trying to be professional I'm trying to get along with him I'm trying to connect with him or her you know I'm working super super hard because I'm trying to get this one thing right but when you do it like that it's like it's almost like you're like you're you're trying like too hard and it's like when you let go of expectations and you let go of the outcome you're kind of just like fuck it i'm going to be i'm just going to be a good person you know i'm going to i'm just going to try and connect with this person like hey you know i like your hair well thank you you know i like your glasses and i'm like <laughs> Well, thanks. You know, I, I like them too. You know, and then you build rapport, you know, because you, you don't care. You're just, you know, having a conversation with somebody. Or, you know, say you go to a restaurant, you have expectations, you know, that they're going to have, you know, seats for you. And I guess it's obviously, you know, a little annoying when you go into a restaurant and they don't have, you know, what you were really, really excited for. But the reality is, is that it is what it is. So it's like, once that thought, you know, once that expectation, like, is it there? You you really gotta, I guess, like, stop and pause and be like, you know, fuck. <laughs> like, that, that sucks. You know, I wanted my food, but it is what it is. So am I gonna be straight up angry about it? You know, or am I just gonna say, looks like I got to go somewhere else for tonight. It's a little disappointing, but I got to go somewhere else.
0: I think this is one of the reasons why sports is so therapeutic for the human being. It's because Mm. you can't be in the middle of a soccer game (laughs) and you miss a pass and you just stand there for five minutes and, and like (laughs) ruminate on it. And you're like, I thought they were going to pass it to me better. Like, come on. And, you know, it's like you can't because the game's going to keep going on. And so it's a controlled environment that actively keeps your mind in pace with present moment. You catch that?
1: It's honestly so, so, so good. Robert, I think that that was like one of the best things I've ever heard in my life. I think that we should put it on a shirt. Um...
0: <laughs> we have like a hundred <laughs> shirts by
1: now. I know. I know. But, um, it's also very interesting because it really coincides with the idea that life is a video game. Life is a game. You know, you know, in movies, when people are like, what game are you playing? You know, that, that shit's real. You know, it's life. What game are you playing? Cause I'm not playing that game, <laughs> you know, you get. I don't have the controller, you know, for that game. Like, I don't know what game you're playing, but I'm playing a happier game. You know, I'm, I'm immersed in a happier game. You, you don't really have time to stop and ruminate over, you know, why somebody didn't smile at you or why you didn't get that client. It's like, you got to play your game and you got to know what game you're playing.
0: One thing I like about the people on the shark tank a TV show, right? All those entrepreneurs and billionaires, yeah. Mark Cuban, Damon, John, all of them is that they pivot so quickly and you can see it in them, you know, something's not working mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh, all right. Well, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, next idea. And they don't sit there and be like, but I thought this business was going to make millions of dollars. Like, yeah, I'm so upset that it didn't. And the, like, they just don't, they, there's, Mark Cuban, especially, he's just like this happy-go-lucky kid. Like I think of him as like a seven-year-old kid that's so excited about everything. It's like something doesn't go his way. It's like, it's like, all right, what can we do about it? Like what, like, should we change this? All right, let's change it. And it's just this awesome. So to bring this full circle back to this discussion of energy, it's like if we were to diagram Mark Cuban's energy system and the flow of his energy, like what would that look like? The shock records. Are all, does he remove his chakra cords like on a daily basis every five minutes? Like how is that energy flow? How does that work? How is he so, it, you know, unpenetrable to these energy leaks? Like he, it doesn't leak out. His energy doesn't leak out towards non-realities. He's just constantly funneling that energy in a productive way that like molds with reality and works with reality step by step stride in stride, just like he's playing a sports game, but it's real life.
1: Yeah. So I definitely, I feel like I get into those modes sometimes, which I like. Um, I love when I'm in that mode, you know, it's such a free mode. Like it's such like a confident, secure, faithful, you know, free mode. And you know, when I'm in that mode, I feel like the way that you just described Mark Cuban, you know, it's like, I just don't care. You know, I'm just like, I'm just going to move on and I'm going to, I'm going to keep, you know, working to get things. And then, you know, so that's, that's, yeah, definitely very interesting. Um,
0: I would say like one of the worst side effects of having a powerful brain, which humans have is the ability to think about the past. Like, it's the worst byproduct <laughs> of having a human brain. It's like <laughs> the ability to think about the past because it slows down so many of us.
1: So, I feel like uh, there's something that I heard one time, and for some reason, it sticks with me like all the time. And it's so true. And it's like, stop going back to the past, stop thinking about the past. Your answers are not in the past, you know? And it's like,
0: I like that. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So it's like, what thoughts are going inside of our mind that makes us think like, oh, I'm going to go back into my past today and see if there's anything new. <laughs> like, there's nothing new, you dummy. Talking to myself, too. I get it, you know, not right, being yeah. mean. But there's nothing new, you dummy. You know, there's there's nothing there for you. It's, it's all the same shit. It's all the same failures. It's all the same, you know, stupid remarks. Like, don't look in the past. Rather put yourself in the desired future that you want in your head, you know, and you will find your answers. You will find what you're, you know, looking back in the past for.
0: Mm-hmm. That's dope. <laughs> well, looking at the time, we got to wrap up. So uh, if we had a power question for today, what do you think would be the power question?
1: Um, what energies are in your body that you feel? and you're like this is really annoying um i really don't want this energy here try and try and sit with it a little bit and like um, come to a realization of what it is so what energies are in your body that are pulling on your cords that are taking your energy that are giving you psyche attacks that are making you feel uncomfortable, that are putting you in intense, annoyed moods really fast. What is that energy? Identify it, look up how to cord cut and cut that cord.
0: That's great. The words you just shared gave me a brilliant visual, which is if there were bridges going Out and in from your energy Mm. system, what's the traffic flow like? (laughs) Because then you'll catch the energy leaks. Like in the Bay Area, check this out. Oakland and San Francisco are separated by water. There's a bridge between Mm. them. And there is a $5 toll to go into San Francisco, but there's no toll to go out. And I don't know. I think the idea is you can keep the Oakland people out of the city by charging them money to cross the bridge. But check this out. If, if you think about it as energy, what if you thought of your own energy body and the bridges in and out? And if you charged a toll for people to come into your energy system or for people to take energy so from So it's kind
1: system? of like, okay, so first of all, that's amazing. It's like pay up, homie. You're, you're coming into San Francisco.
0: You become more, you become, that's how you'll prevent energy leaks is becoming more aware of sort of your energy system and the flow of it. And it's like, do I want to invest energy into this thing? Is it worth it reminds It reminds me not? of
1: Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He talks about the emotional bank account. And it's like, you need to deposit in people's emotional bank accounts or they're going to feel depleted. You can't just take, 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 take. So it's like, you know, they got to make that deposit. They got to pay the toll. And if they don't make the deposit and you're still letting them in, you know, you're, you're like letting all the Oakland people come into San Francisco.
0: (laughs) I know, right? All the Oakland people are going to be commenting on this video. Like, Hey, what (laughs) the hell, (laughs) but no, that's a good point. And then also, and then also you can think of it as like, am I contributing to other people's energy systems? Or am I taking their energy? Am I adding to their energy yes. system or taking
1: it? And those are all the power questions for so, today. <laughs> wow!
0: Great. Yeah, great question. So uh, let us know what you think about this episode. right in the comments, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, send us a message and listen to the promo that's about to play right now because we have a Facebook group that's really active right now and it's going to play in three two one did you find at least one gold nugget in today's episode then please like and subscribe and share it with a friend and finally if you're looking for a community of like-minded people join our free facebook group at facebook.com groups slash enter the mind